What is up, guys? I'm Tori Cruz, host of The Tori Cruz Show and founder of the Unexpected Women's Academy. I am so excited that you are here spending your time with us today. I believe the greatest leaders in this world are the ones who show up unexpected every single day by walking through the internal journey of uncovering, unlocking, and unleashing your authentic self. That's why I've created the Unexpected Women's Academy, an online community of like-minded women where you can get me and the world's most inspiring personal growth teachers live every single week, keeping you motivated and accountable. If you're not a member yet, please head on over to my Instagram at Miss Tori Cruz. Click the link in my bio to sign up today for less than a dollar a day. Without further ado, let's jump into our episode. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the show. Today, I have a special, special friend and guest for all of you, Greg Kimball. He is a CEO and founder of The Final Percent. Um, he's a singer, songwriter, songwriter, engineer, educator, business owner. Like, my goodness, he's the jack of all trades, an amazing okay. husband to his wife, Kayla Kimball. And soon, very, very soon, at the time of this recording, a father. <laughs> so welcome, Greg. I'm so excited, number one, for your baby coming along. But just oh, me too. to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I, I know that... Uh, we kind of became kindred spirits when we got to share a stage recently and, and really hit it off. So I'm just excited to, you know, have a conversation. And just so everyone knows these are way less scripted than anyone thinks. Cause I said, Hey, what are we talking about? She's just like, you know, stuff. I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm going to ask you some questions and, you know, we have no problem talking. So I'm just, I'm excited to be in Tori's world and just, you're the captain, you guide and I'm following. Hey, you know what? This is the Tori Cruz show, man. Welcome to the show. <laughs> it and, is. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it wasn't just a stage, a stage that we met on. It was your stage that you invited me to. And I was just so, so grateful um, to have that opportunity in, you know, the final percent conference was, I was just telling a friend yesterday, actually, I said, you know what, that was the most genuine and authentic event that I've been to. And the people that were there, I just felt I could be me and not be anybody else. And not like I ever tried to be, I always tried to be me wholeheartedly. <laughs> but, but when you're in you know, certain situations, sometimes it can affect your energy. And I have to say, like, it was the most genuine, authentic conference and the people who were there. Um, and it just is a true testament to who you and Kayla are. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to, to thank you guys for being so amazing and bringing all of those people together for such, oh my gosh, it was such an incredible event. It's like, can we do one like every single month or, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was it was it was one it was probably the biggest undertaking I've ever because let's just say if you want to run your own conference hire an event planner I was the event planner for this one and I didn't know a lot of the things I didn't know and it just it was uh it was a learning experience but uh we had so much fun we're already planning the next one um that always happens the end of September and uh, we've already had more, more people than attended this one. We were, we had a little over 200 people. We already have more than 200 people who have bought their presale ticket. So it's, I have no idea how big this thing's going to get. So we're, we already yesterday, I had the first production meeting with our production crew on, you know, what's going to happen. So we're really excited. And just to get it out of the way, I just, I want to ask Tori a question. Oh boy, here we go. Can we 
just announced right now that you're going to be speaking at next year's summit. Yes! Because <laughs> I'll tell you, you were a freaking hit. And the, authentic, the authenticity that you bring and who you are, it's just, it's so rare. One of the things I talk about all the time is I wish more people would tell their story from the middle. And so many people are caught up in the, the what I call the plum party, poor little old me, or they are, they have to be perfect and perfection becomes their identity or pity becomes their identity. So that if the pitiful person, anything good happens to them, they don't want to tell anybody because it messes with their identity or the perfect person. If anything bad happens to them, they don't want to tell anybody because it messes with their identity. Because I think we all learn in this, in this digital age, like filters are like the new makeup, you know, we, we live in a digital age and you bringing the thunder on the stage, like you did in like, cause I mean, obviously Miss America, not the most authentic thing that, you know, anyone well, people don't think that Miss USA's, you know, like pageant world is, is authentic, but, but it can be, it can be because of people like you. And I just loved how you walked out on stage, like freaking runway model status. And then you hopped down on stage, went and talked to the people and just the way that you brought the energy. One of the things I, I love, uh, you know, attributing that is words can lie, energy doesn't. And your energy is infectious. And, you know, so many people were asking me, where did you meet her? What? I was like, honestly, she just kept showing up on my Instagram feed. And I was like, I think she would be a really good fit to come to our, our, uh, our summit. So I reached out and you're like, I'm in, let's rock and roll. And I was just, and I remember that first conversation and how just, you know, outgoing you were. And I was, I was like, to be honest with you, I mean, I thought I was going to get like, you know, prim and proper and like pinky up and you were probably holding a teacup and all of these things. And you're just like, dude, that would be awesome. I'd love to. And I was like, Tori? <laughs> May I just with Tori, please? <laughs> such a, a breath of fresh air. That's what you are to the speaking community, personal growth. I'm certain Miss USA, just I, like the world needs more Tori. And so like, you've got fans in everyone in the final percent. And we're just excited to be working with you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Greg. That it means the world. And you're right. People were asking the whole weekend, how do you and Greg know each other? How do you and Greg know each other? We just I'm met like, this weekend. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure Instagram. <laughs> I, I think. Yep, but, that's true. But, uh, that's I, true. I appreciate that so much because you know, you you were talking about like the perfection part um mm -hmm. and, and the pity part. And if I'm being real, it's not always easy because I lean more right towards the perfection part because mm -hmm. of pageantry where it's like you had to be so you didn't have to be but it's just for some reason you think you had to be yeah it's so expected like, of you yes and so that's and I hear that you're more of an unexpected kind of person <laughs> exactly. you message me you're like hey what's the password <laughs> oh wait I probably shouldn't say that <laughs> <laughs> well now you're gonna get meeting bombed you're gonna get zoom bombed <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it's not, it's not my See, this is totally un unscripted, you guys. I mean, this is just Greg and I rolling. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, you're, have to you're... make note to change my Zoom password. <laughs> um, but, but no, it is so true, though. Like the the pity party to the perfectionism. And I think a lot of people just think that it's easy to be 
you know, kind of find that middle ground, but man, yeah. do you know how long it's taken to just like pull back to that middle? And I say pull back, not like downer. It's just like, I don't want to be a perfectionist. I don't want to be yeah. this like, image out there, you know, on Instagram where it just like, Hey, it just looks like my life is completely perfect. Like I want to show that. Yeah. I have a really damn good life, but mm-hmm. also like I have struggles. I have failures. I have to get back up every single day. And yep. I think you're, um, you know, with your bio too, like you're, you're a, um, perseverance expert. That's true. Anytime I stand on stage, they always say, do you want to do, do you want to do the CEO or an entrepreneur or this, that, and the other? I'm like, no, my title is perseverance expert. Cause the only crazy thing that I do is not quit. Everything is actually pretty easy in this world to be successful or become who you want to become. But so many people are so quick to quit. Um, and we don't know what it's like to persevere anymore. And um, one of my friends actually was saying, you know, it's interesting how much that pops up here. Uh, don't quit five minutes before the miracle. Um, Sharon Lecter with uh, three feet from gold. We're, we're so close so many times. And then we get discouraged and someone else just takes advantage of our hard work. And I remember early on, cause I'm a big music person. And I was watching an interview between, uh, I can't remember who the interviewer was, but the two people there were Jay-Z and Beyonce. And they were talking about how they created what they created. And he said, the only crazy thing we did was not quit. When people say it's crazy that we spent a ton of money, or it's crazy that we did this, or it's crazy that we took this much time off, or it's crazy that we released this much music. He goes, no, that's not crazy. The risk is not crazy. The only thing that's crazy is that we didn't quit. And then I attribute that to, and if anybody wants to be a better entrepreneur immediately, go watch the Stanford commencement speech by Steve Jobs. And that's where I got the idea of perseverance because he says that more than talent, more than money, more than resources, it's sheer willpower of not quitting and persevering. And he said, I'm talking about the level of perseverance where any rational person would quit. I'm talking about being able to fight through and break through that moment right there when you're like, I literally cannot go a step further. There's just no way. In that moment, if you don't quit, you will be successful. And so it just started showing up for me. So like, I remember the only time that I've ever had a panic attack in my life. And it was about nine years ago, maybe eight years ago. Um, it was the first time I didn't realize how much I had leaned on my, my wife for emotional support. Yeah. And she had to go do a family, uh, a family function or something. So she flew back to Arizona. And I remember dropping her off at the airport and just sitting down. This is eight years ago. And I sat down and I just began to cry like uncontrollably because I because we I mean, we were close to having our phones turned off and we're close to, you know, you know, the the when we come, we kind of like go slowly around the corner to see if there's an eviction notice on our door, like different things like that. But she had to go home for a family thing. And I just remember being so overwhelmed because I didn't have my buddy to go through all the, the BS, if you will. 
And I called her and I'm like, sob. I've never had a panic attack before. And like, that's the only thing that I can think that this was. And I just remember crying. And she said, do you remember that interview that we watched with Jay-Z and Beyonce? And he said, the only crazy thing is that we need to do is not quit. And she said, I've got to be here. And the only thing that I'm going to ask you to do is not quit. Hold down the fort and you can do this. And she stood in the gap for me in a way that has built me into this, this man that, that we see today. And it's with her by my side. And it was in that moment when I chose not to quit and I kept going and I had the perseverance that built everything. And it wasn't in a book. It wasn't in a this. It wasn't in anything other than someone stood up for me and we chose not to quit. And that's why I'm a perseverance expert. Man, I don't know if you saw, but that like got, that got me emotional. Cause it's at one point when you were just saying that, when, when you're talking to Kayla, it was like, I just literally got chills because it, like, I, I feel that like to my core of not quitting. And yes. when, when I just read perseverance expert, I was like, damn, that's so true because you are, I mean, just through and through with all of your different ventures and, you know, the Jay-Z and Beyonce thing, it, it's so just, man, it's just so true. Um, yeah. and it, it triggers my emotions because I feel that so much from, from my pageant days of not quitting, you know, of eight yeah. years of training and getting told no. I mean, how many times have you been told no in business and, and yeah. just in life in general? And, you know, you were divorced and just through that and that pain and that suffering. And then going into business, like you've had, like people see the Greg Kimball now, who's, mm-hmm. who's at a, who's at a peak, right? Like you're crushing it. You're doing amazing. You're doing, you're helping the world. You're making a massive, massive impact on so many levels. And then you're going to be a dad here soon. You made, what That's what I'm talking about. Right That's now, like, right? My life is literally complete right now. I just, I'm so pumped to be a papa. So yeah, like you're on top of the world right now, right? Like yeah. you're at a really amazing point, but, but I think it's the, it's the sharing that point of just never quitting and just yeah. putting that in people's head. It's like, Hey, you know, your journey hasn't always been easy. Yeah. Um, and, and have you always had, I know you've, I had the, oh my gosh, amazing opportunity to meet your parents and I just love them so much. Yeah. Um, and they're just the sweetest people. So I know you have an amazing family mm-hmm. um, and I know that has a big thing to do with who you are as a person and mm-hmm. your relationship with God. But you know, where did you, where would you say that? Like, you didn't just wake up one day and be like, I'm never giving up. Like this is, you know, it's in yeah. your bones, but where yeah. did you really built that muscle? Because there's some people listening here who are like, that's great and all never quit. But like, man, I can't even get to that point of not letting myself quit. Yeah, I, that's honestly, it's a great question. And I think it's so people, one of the things that I I'll ask people is I'll say, do you understand the difference between a private and a general? And they'll say, yes, of course. And I say, if you look at a private, where does he spend all of his time in structure or strategy in structure? He gets his manifest. He gets what he, he just does what he needs to do. But then if you look at the general, the general spends almost all of his time in strategy. Now, who gets paid more? The general. Strategy is far more important than structure. So when people get into these books like 
the 5 a.m. club. It's like, wake up at 5 a.m. and do this. Like, I tell people, like, they're like, Greg, what time do you wake up? I'm like, I don't know, like 7.30 or 8. They're like, oh, I thought you'd be like a 4.30 kind of guy or a 5 a.m. I said, it sounds like to me that you need to go meet someone that makes you want to stay in bed a little longer because that's <laughs> a really good part of life. <laughs> my strategy my strategy is morning cuddles like I, ne I need that in my life and it helps me move forward Part of your morning I, exactly and I and I think that to not quit it is an intersection between strategy and structure so you get a lot of creative people and they are always trying to stay in strategy but what happens with those people is they become quote-unquote idea people but they don't put anything into action. They're almost never on time. They're this, that, and the other. Or you get people who are like over the top structure, wake up at this, do this, do this. And they like freak out if someone's like one minute late. Yeah. So being able to persevere and not quit is to be able to live in both of those lands. You have to be able to live in a good amount of strategy and certainly always err on the side of strategy, but without structure, strategy doesn't matter. So you have to be able to have both of those, but you get the people who think that they're too good for something. And what I've found is, and I'm, I'm not trying to knock anybody here, but really smart people are the people who are starting to be actually be at a disservice in today's climate because they're always hedging their bets. They're always trying to reinvent the wheel. They're always saying, yeah, but that doesn't apply to me. Uh, when it's not true, it's just, you know, like in some of my workshops, I'll make everyone raise their hand and I'll say, how many people read books? And then a bunch of people will raise their hands. So I'll say, okay, I want everybody to give me one cliche thing that every book says that they're just like, why does this book say this? Like I've, I've read it a billion times. They don't need to put write down your goals in for the billionth time. They don't need the power of positivity. Audit your circle. They don't need, uh, you know, make sure that you read. Uh, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. And, and so people start just shouting out all of these cliche things saying this, 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 this. Why did they even put that in there? And I go, okay, here's why. If it's cliche and you think that it's so easy, why don't you do any of it? Because everything that everyone just yelled, not everybody in this room does everything that you just said. That's why it's still in the books. You have a roadmap. It's easy to get from not successful to successful, but it's us smart people who go, okay, yeah, those 10 really cliche things, these four, they don't, they don't apply to me because I'm special. No, you're not just you need to write down your goals you need to follow through you need to keep reading you need to keep learning you need to audit your circle it's it's nothing you can get out of or people say oh that's too easy i'm gonna reinvent the wheel then they spend their time trying to reinvent someone like napoleon hill good luck those are pretty like established principles but you get all the people who don't necessarily think that they're super smart and they're like oh, these 10 things, this is all I got to do to be successful. And they run and they take action and they just do it every single day. And then the smart person's like, this asshole, he's all successful now. And like, he didn't, he doesn't even deserve that success. Yes, he does. Yes, she does. Why? She did the work. Yeah. And so 
when you get those people who are who have been there before remember you can only lead someone as far as you've gone so when you have people who are that proverbial snowplow for you you have to listen to them and not constantly question the methods or the motives. And, you know, the way that I, when I'm, when I'm coaching my clients, I tell them, you know, speed is, is really interesting. Speed in today's society is the new big because you have to take action as fast as possible. However, if you try to speed things up for the sake of speeding things up, you're actually going to slow things down. And it goes back to an old Chinese proverb. The, the master gets asked, how in the world did you become a master of this martial art? And he goes, I, I, I worked very hard. I, I was disciplined. I did this. I did this. I did this. And he goes, how long did it take you? And uh, the master says, it took me 10 years. And the student looks at the master and he says, yeah, but what if I'm willing to quit my job? I'm going to put all my resources in. I'm going to be focused. I'm going to go as hard as I can, as fast as I can. I'm going to do everything you say. How fast can I get it done? I just want to get it done as fast as possible. And he says, well, in your case, probably 20 years because you're trying to go too fast. And I think that's really important for people right now because we live in the fast food generation, the Amazon generation. So we're forgetting what hard work feels like and we're scared of what hard work looks like. And then you have people like, you know, like the influencer age who have, have made entrepreneurship sexy. It's not sexy. It's really hard. It's really risky. It's really scary. And almost nobody understands you and everybody judges you. Good luck. So whoever said that I'm an entrepreneur is sexy and it immediately means you're rich was lying. 100% was lying. You have to understand. You just got to You really got to put in the work and you just got to show up every freaking day and not quit no matter what. And I promise you, whatever you think you say, Hey, I'm not going to quit. I've got what it takes. It's a thousand times harder than whatever is in your mind right now that you think you wouldn't quit because it's so scary. I've been over $300,000 overdrawn in my bank account before. Wow. Waking up. From that? Well, methodically, and I didn't quit. Still haven't claimed bankruptcy, but it taught me something that I thought was very interesting is you, know, you could spend every amount of money that you get every single day and apparently $300,000 more that you don't have in some days, but you can always make more money, always. So money is really just a structure of trust for exchange because if i give you ten thousand dollars you trust that you can take that ten thousand dollars to chase bank and they'll deposit it but if you show up at chase bank and they say hey we actually don't accept uh dollars anymore we only accept seashells you have lost trust in dollars and you're gonna be like oh my god what's happening if you went to another bank and said i need to deposit this and they say hey we only accept seashells you'd be like, oh my God, I need to get some seashells because that's the new currency of trust. Money is just a currency of trust to exchange energy. That's all that money is. That is and, if we, and if we look at money as a byproduct, and like I always say, the equation of life is a play on something that Zig Ziglar said all the time. He said, you have to be before you can do, you have to do before you can have. 
I change that up a little bit and I say, be plus do equals have. And here's why that's really important. If you, if I say two plus two equals, right when I say equals, I don't need to say four. It's just four is there, right when equals happens. So if you are someone who does something, you will oops something. There is some sort of output that happens. If you become more, then no matter what, you are going to have more. If you do more, but you stay the same person, you're still going to have more. But when you get other people like Tori Cruz, shameless plug, super awesome human, who also thinks like this, and then she comes with me, and I think like this, that addition sign that we used to have where it was B plus do equals whatever. So let's just say Tori is a five plus a five. Let's say that she's a 10. And then let's say that I'm a five plus a five. Let's say I'm a 10. Right when we align what we think together, that addition becomes multiplication. Mm -hmm. So now we're five times five. Now she's 25, I'm 25. But when we're next to each other doing those things, now it's 25 also times 25. We just exponentially shifted what's possible. Why? Because we were around the right people at the right time. And then we took the appropriate right action. It's, it's not hard, but if I get with some, say like we, we were talking to someone else, Tori thinks like this, I think like this, but then we have someone who says, have is first. I have to have a bunch of money. I have to have a house. I have to have this. And they're so focused on what they have that they are not focused on who they are or what they do. Then it is going to diminish people like myself and Tori. Why? Because we're going to try to coach them out of that way of thinking. And they're going to take us out of momentum, motivation, and action. So then we sit over here trying to convince this other person to be someone that they're not. That's the thing. That's why you have to audit your circle. Where are you spending all your time? And usually we're spending our time on the negative, not the positive. And so when people are out of alignment on the way that we think, if we go down that road for too long, we wake up and we're like, wait, where am I? Holy crap, it's been five years. You know, Tori Cruz is a freaking uh, relationship expert. I mean, what, what, what happens when you're in a relationship, especially a romantic one, when you're not in alignment? Oh, my gosh. It's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a nuclear bomb. It's not fun. And then you, you, you're in DEFCON 1 all the time. You're scared something's going to go off. The bomb finally goes off. And then you play cleanup for the rest of your life. We don't want that. Mm -hmm. So alignment is incredibly important. And that's something, you know, I have with you because it's just so exciting that, you know, we started talking and it was right. I like full disclosure for everybody. I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. I know what you're going to say already. <laughs> Tori and I, we got on the phone one time just to catch up two and a half hours later. We had solved the world's problems. We'd reinvented coaching. We talked about concepts. We talked about new courses she's going to have, new things that I'm going to do, events that we're going to do. Um, and it was just, it flew by. And I remember walking down and talking to my wife. I'm like, Tori is such a freaking badass. And she goes, well, I know, but why? And I'm like, I was just able to have a conversation for two and a half hours. And it was like all idea based. Yeah. It was, there was no like, like person there is no event it was like idea what if we did this let's build this what if we did this how if we did this how is it she's just like i knew i loved her you know and that's just that's just so exciting to have people in your life where you immediately go into idea that's an experience 
And then we're like, okay, where can we take action? When can we get on the phone? What events can we do? We're going to have an event January 15th. Tori's going to freaking drop some bombs. <laughs> um, and then we're, we're, we're just going to really press the gas on showing people what this final percent, you know, structure of exchange for change is, but really bring all the people who came into our orbit during the event and just try to make as big of an impact as possible. And it's just, it's so clear that you're cut from the same cloth on what, what we're doing. And so we're just, I'm, I'm just, I think everyone can probably tell I'm excited. I'm yeah. fired up. Well, I, I think people <laughs> can probably just tell also just the connection that we, that we have, because when you meet people that yep. are on the same frequency, that have the same, you know, your brain just works the same way. Yep. And, yep. and exactly just talking to you, I mean, over the phone, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I knew you're going with the two and a half hours. <laughs> unbelievable. And like, we even noticed though, when we're actually at the event too, and, and even just bonding with Kayla, right? Like bonding mm -hmm. with, with like-minded females as well is just yes. so impactful. Um, and then when I see your relationship and the dynamic that you have as a marriage, like, man, mm -hmm. it's just freaking inspiring. Um, well, and that's, and that's the thing that I thought was so cool. So one of the things that happened at the summit is our baby that night decided to do the, the head turn because they go head down and she was just feeling so terrible. And I remember her talking to me and saying specifically with you and Katie, um, saying that she felt so happy that women were properly represented because she she chose to not go on stage because she's just like, I can't do it. I'm not going to be able to do it, but she still, cause I mean, that's just as much her event as it is my event. And she felt like, I remember how excited she was watching the way you guys held it down. And I remember her talking to me cause you know, we're very excited to work with you. And she said, the big thing I want to take away, because she's like, one thing I've noticed going on tour, because we went on tour with Sharon Lecter and Tim Story, Michael Bird, all those people. And she said, it's very interesting listening to the way that people talk, because they'll say, if they're talking about me, they'll say, man, you're a good speaker. Wow, you're a good speaker. That's awesome. Okay, even someone that is like an immortal in our industry, like Sharon Lecter, people will say, wow, she's a great female speaker. Mm -hmm. Now, why do you need to say female? Like, yeah. And also it's Sharon Lecter. Like if, if anyone needs to get diminished in this equation, it's me, like not her, <laughs> but we're so ingrained with this. And so one of the things Kayla and I were talking about is we really want like her to step off stage, you to step off stage, Katie to step off stage, me to step off stage, uh, Andre to step off stage and be like, wow, they are a bunch of great speakers. Wow, they've got a bunch of great man and woman speakers. That just sounds weird. Yeah. But people will say, wow, you're a great speaker for a woman. Wow, you're a great female speaker. Oh, I love your women empowerment. It's like, there's nothing wrong with women empowerment, but you're, the words that we're using is actually diminishing. And like, I'll tell you, I'll be the first one to say, when you were on stage, you were a freaking awesome speaker, like an epic <laughs> entertainer and an epic addition to what we had to offer it was probably and the gold pants though it may have had I, something to do with the gold pants with the entertainment side you know tfp is technically purple and gold so you were very on brand i appreciate that but I wore the purple blazer the day before the gold the next day you know you gotta i'll combine them next time for you. She's, she, I, that's, and that's what i'm saying tori always shows up she comes to play <laughs> but that was that was the big thing is when when Kayla made that distinction, 
I realized even, you know, I'm very careful with my words, but even I would slip up and say certain things. I'm like, wow, that's so interesting that it's been so ingrained, especially in personal growth. Mm -hmm. And personal growth is kind of a sausage fest and it needs to change because everyone needs everyone. I really believe in that. And if we can get everyone represented, old, young, rich, poor, middle class, someone who wants a jet to someone who just wants to buy their first house and everyone is welcome because everyone has something to teach anyone. I truly believe that. And I just think it's, it's a, we need to be in an inclusive environment, but right now, and this is why I have such a a big problem when people say my tribe, my way tribe is, is very much a, a, uh, like a militant way of thinking. I believe in a village, not a tribe because a village has old, young, rich, poor, and everyone's goals are very valid. And we need to be able to support, not shame or judge other people's goals. So for instance, if I want to buy a house in the mountains, that'd be a second home for me. That's awesome. I want the person who's just trying to buy their first home to support my vision. But that also means I need to not shame them and be like, oh, you're just buying your first house. No, that's awesome. How can I help you buy your first house? That is so cool that that's a goal for you. Maybe it's, I'm buying a jet. Awesome. How can we get you a jet? Like if you want to travel the world, if you want 12 million houses, I don't care. I just want you to believe that your goals are actually possible for you. I want to equip you to do that. And I want you to take action on your life. But we get into this like shaming and judgment. And if someone's goals are not the same as yours, you're just like, oh, that's it. We got to get out of that, you know? Yeah. So that's my 33 cents. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And your, your event reflected that. And just it, you, your event reflects who you are as a person of what you're attract, what you're talking about, the conversation. And it was so cool. You know, and I, I met a woman there who just told me I was actually out um, Sunday morning before the event and, and having a little prayer time right there by the beautiful fountain outside of the hotel. And this woman walked by and I had seen her previously at the event there. And I just started speaking to her and she had, she told me that she was um, just, she was homeless. She's like just now kind of getting out of it and she's finding her way. And, um, and she was homeless. And then there were people who were CEOs with jets there. So literally you guys, Greg, isn't just saying this, like he actually, he is the person where his, his words and actions align. And that Mm -hmm. is who he's attracting you guys. So like, that's why you're on my show, Greg, seriously is well, not just because of that, but because you're a really good friend now, but (laughs) <laughs> but, but we are good friends because your words and actions align and because you're just a genuine, authentic human that really, truly just cares deeply mm-hmm. about people winning in life. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's your heart to the core and, and Kayla's heart to the core. And like when you yep. guys get together, man, it, it, you guys are just such an impactful powerhouse. And, and mm-hmm. you said a little bit um, while back, you know, like you don't know what the event's going to look like next year. I'm just going to throw this out there, but maybe in a stadium. wouldn't that be crazy i think i I think we're definitely going there because i mean you know one of the things that made our event different well two two big distinctions on our event number one no one was allowed to sell from stage it was it was it was like entrepreneurial church you showed up you got your life changed and we wanted to give you actionable things you could take with you and certainly all of the the people who are on stage have their own courses and masterminds and different things 
if someone resonated with you, go talk to them, do some business. But I didn't want to do the pitch fest thing. And the second thing, because we are grounded in music, you know, if you Google uh, or wherever you listen to music, if you go to the Purple Explosion, we actually did a entire motivational album that we performed at the end of Saturday. And it's all about believe, uh, prevail, freedom, um, fear, faith, like everything. We I think we have 14 songs on this thing. Oh, my wife... And, and my wife did a song called Define, and I, it's such a powerful song because it's all about how females are constantly put in a box and they are defined as, okay, well, you need to be, you need to cook, you need to clean, you need to be proper, you need to this, you need to that. And the whole song is, you don't define me, I define me. And one of her lines in that song is, the pressures of perfection suffocate my soul and I was like oh my god and that's the thing that I think that people don't understand that a lot of women are going through especially these young women who are growing up with Instagram and TikTok in high school that don't know how to to, to really do it and a lot of young men are doing are going through this too but they we feel they feel like they need to be perfect they yeah, need yeah. to have this perfection about them. And nobody's perfect. It's literally impossible. No, and so this no. song Define is all about define yourself, define your soul, raise up in your own power and, and really connect with who you can be. And I just, it's my, it's my favorite song on the album because I just think it, it resonates with something that Kayla is so, so passionate about. And she just captured it so perfectly. So if anyone's interested, you know, wherever you listen to music, whether it's Apple Music, Google, Amazon, doesn't matter, Google The Purple Explosion. And it's the very last song on the album because, I mean, there's nothing else that could have ended the album better than my wife singing uh, Define. Uh, but, you know, check that out. But that's what we believe in. We believe in entertainment education colliding in a way that keeps you engaged so that you know you're a product of what you put into your eyes and your ears and if you are struggling we wanted to give people the soundtrack to the comeback and so if you want to if you want to make a difference in your life go listen to that album when you're working out and it's going to be really hard to stay in a bad mood. It's going to be really hard to not achieve your goals. And that's what we're all about. And we're going to do one album every single year. And it's called uh, the purple explosion. And we called it aim volume one and aim stands for album of inspiration and motivation. Oh my gosh. You guys seriously go download that right now. I'm not kidding you. I had the chance. I'm spoiled. I saw it live for the first time, <laughs> but it, oh my gosh, it is so freaking badass. Like yeah. the coolest thing ever, because especially for us, motivation, you know, personal growth gurus, like people who are just obsessed with personal development. It is. And people who even need that boost. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is literally the most perfect music album that you could find for exactly that and yep. soundtrack to the comeback yeah soundtrack to the comeback i heard you say that that was awesome <laughs> soundtrack to the comeback i love yeah. that so yeah. well greg you've gave given so much value already so um but i'm sure i mean man you have so much more like we could talk literally for two three hours well you know i'm just 
going to put you on the spot. You know, how about we do a part two to this, but you come over to my podcast and uh, I'll, I'll get to interview the, uh, the Tory Cruz. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Part two uh, over at the final percent podcast coming awesome. soon. Super, awesome. super stoked for that. Gosh, it's going to be so fun. So yeah. um, seriously though, Greg, thank you so much for coming on and Absolutely. I can't wait to come up there in Colorado and see you and Kayla again. Um, yeah. and probably next time I see you, you'll have a little baby. I'll have a little baby. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. Oh gosh. I'm so, so excited for you. You two are going to be just such incredible parents. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. It's going to be amazing. Um, but, but you guys, if you want, um, to work with Greg, he has different coaching training programs, just events, everything like just, Mm -hmm. he's an amazing human to work with. Um, and so Greg, why don't you just share a little bit of where people can find you? Um, Mm -hmm. if they would like to, you know, reach out or work more with you, uh, just go to the final percent.com. Um, that'll be, uh, all of our events. We just announced nine new events. We're going to be doing one event, uh, in, Uh, Denver, in um, Las Vegas, and uh, Phoenix uh, every single quarter. So we're really going to serve that market. But, uh, you know, tap in with us there. Um, I have a a completely free training series that is all about helping with mindset. It's 33-day course. No, you don't have to enter your credit card. No, you don't try to get sold anything at the end. It's called the First Percent Training Series. And uh, if you want to kind of experience what our philosophy is and what I bring to the table completely free. Go ahead and sign up for that at uh, the final percent.com. Um, and then I'm uh, just Greg Kimble, G R E G K I M B L E on my social media, Instagram, all of that stuff, reach out, follow me, connect with me. Um, I'll follow you back. I just, I I'm all about starting conversations and getting uh, connected with, you know, more awesome people. And if you're connected to Tori, you're probably pretty awesome. So I want to talk to you. (laughs) Awesome, Greg. And Hey, also, in addition to that, Greg's film crew is actually coming to my Miss USA experience. I'm hosting in Oklahoma. So that whole, I mean, man, you guys have an incredible team um, mm-hmm. for, for media, for production, for, for film. Yep. Um, and so that's another avenue too, that we really didn't even touch yet on the podcast, yeah, but true. that's a really incredible avenue that, that Greg and his team are just brilliant at, and mm. they'll be doing my entire Miss USA all-inclusive experience. So you oh, guys excited. phenomenal work through that as well. And, awesome. um, just super, super excited to partner with you guys on yeah. so many different things in life and, and journey this crazy life together. So thank you again, Greg. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tori. I appreciate you. And I appreciate being on, uh, on your show. All right, my friends, thank you for listening. That is a wrap for today on the Tori Cruz show. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with your friends, share on social media, tag me at Miss Tori Cruz. And I want to leave you with one last thought. God did not give you this day because you needed it. He gave you this day because somebody needs you. So go spread your love, go spread your light and positivity into this world today and be the unexpected.